It is Monday, April 5th, 2021. This week on the show, Mostly Madness Round 2 voting is here. Another trailer for Loki drops. And a major announcement regarding the Batman starring Battinson. We watch Ted Lasso, Invincible, and Godzilla vs. Kong. Plus, we continue the MCU rewatch with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. A nice warm-up for Episode 3 of the Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly video podcast where we talk mostly live-action superheroes, but also anything else out there worth talking about. We rate, debate, and celebrate the stories that inspire us most. Joining me this week, ladies and gentlemen, he's back, PC Mike. I wish those cheers happened every week, but it's good to be back. I, I think I'm going to start giving you guys a little little cheer in the beginning. I like go. it, but either way, you deserve to cheers this time. We we missed you. Yeah, I missed you guys too. Um, sometimes life happens and things come up, but it's good to be back. I watched the episode. I felt like a listener because I didn't know what was going to happen, and I actually watched it on YouTube. I, I hate hand up. I like it on YouTube a little bit more than podcasts. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> That's like the secret. Yeah. Like, I feel like not a lot of people, we got a lot of podcast listeners. It's growing every week. And I'm like, this is great. And I used to be a big podcast guy when I had to travel for work. Well, you can like do drive. both. You can do both. I've, I threw it on at the house when I was doing some stuff. And I know people, I mean, Logan makes some slides. What were the, uh, what was your experience like as one of the co hosts? Just that was the first time you probably watched without us. I mean, I mean, you guys had a little love fest between you two in the very <laughs> beginning. Like, oh, <laughs> but no, other than that, it was good. It was good to see. Your guys' take, I felt a little bit like, man, I want to say something right here. And I couldn't, but it well, was good to see. I'm glad you're here today. It's season two, episode 15. Before we get into all the great stuff we have today, Giggler. Howdy. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to see you. We're we finally whole again. Finally whole. I mean, it was good. We did a good job, I feel like. But there were a couple times where we were in panic mode, not having PC Mike here. Yes. We like things that we needed to know that we were like, Andy looked at me at one point and was just like, I don't know. He's like shaking his head. I was How's like, how's the internet? Do you remember <laughs> the, we like could not even the the uh, androids, aliens and wizards. We could not think of it no and, matter and, how hard we thought. I was and, like, Sorry. I know two out of three. We couldn't think of that last one. And what was it again? You just said it all androids, alien and wizards. So we forgot aliens. I, think? Well, I don't even remember. We just only had two. And I think we repeated one. We <laughs> yeah, just... we said robots and androids. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. That's all right. Hey, we're back. We're whole again. Episode 15, working our way through season two. And let's just open it up with the fans. Fan mail. First up on fan mail, you guys are going to love these. We are going to highlight some hashtag mostly merch. We got more people buying our brand and putting it on their body or in their kitchens. And got a few we want to highlight today. Starting off. This is our friend Aaron with the t-shirt and the mug. Give it up. We'll double dip. We'll double dip. Looking fresh. 
we also have a video from our friend Brandon R. Check this out. What? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got to plug our YouTube channel this time. We got video content on here. If I need to make some pint glasses because that sounded like a party happening that, there. Yeah, what was he? Listen, what was that? Oh, here, let's, I don't know if I can hear it again. I think I can. It was that hey, Kesha. I'm so sad. Yeah. Sad. yeah. That's Brandon just partying what? in his own kitchen. <laughs> yes. And then the last one, near and dear to the heart. My sister and her family on Easter all had mostly superhero shirts oh, on. Look at these nice. guys. And this is my adorable little niece, Lyric. Look at this mug. I absolutely love it. She's mean mugging a little mean bit. Mean mugging. Carissa says, Lyric says, you better check out her uncle's podcast or else. So awesome. I'll give it up for the fam. Little, little fam mail there, huh? Little fam. <laughs> a little fam mail. Yeah, I, it was awesome. It was Easter Sunday, too. So it was like. Mostly people dress up, but they did. Yes, I thought so. I was like, it's showing the support. Pretty cool. So we got lots of folks out there. Aaron, Brandon, Carissa, Lyric, of course. Our buddy Brandon, uh, my sister's partner. And wanted to highlight, we got a little show and tell today, too. These are some gifts from him from a local uh, uh, like antique shop. These are 10 signs. We got, a, we got a Superman. We got a Green Lantern. And some of this. That's going to be on HBO. Did you see? I don't know if we're going to talk about it. What is it? Did you see the Green Lantern? Uh, I've heard some concept new- art from Snyder. I've heard about it. It was awesome. Maybe we'll talk about it. Uh, we got the Incredible Hulk. That's old, too. Look at this. Those are cool. Neat stuff. Those yeah. are very Listener, cool. you can probably hear that. It's that tin material, old-timey stuff. And he's he, he's also the guy that got me that big old uh, Iron Man thing that we don't have up yet, but it's yeah. coming. Awesome. So cool, Lots cool. of gifts, lots of support. Appreciate people using uh, the hashtag mostly merch online. And if you're looking to get some yourself, you can get featured on fan mail just like that. I do know that T Public is having like 35% off basically the month of April. So if you want, now's a great time to get over. You can get a mask, a mug, a shirt, hoodie, and uh, there's all sorts of styles as we've been showing off on the show. So appreciate you guys. With that, let's move into the next part of fan mail. Hashtag Mostly Madness, our movie tournament. Guys, round two is here. You two have had an exclusive first look at the matchups. Voted. And voted. I voted myself. And if you're listening today, when this launches on Thursday, round two is live. You can vote on the website. There's a new, new titles are up. And we're definitely going to highlight them here today and talk about who won. There were some upsets. Like, or some comebacks. There was a comeback. I would say comebacks. <laughs> Before we highlight a couple of these comebacks, talk about some matchups. Of course, going to highlight the fans first. We had a few new voters. And Paul, by the skin of his teeth, he emailed me and he said, hey, man, I hope it's not too late. Here's my bracket. I really would like to be in this thing. Paul, you made it in. Becky, Olivia, new voters, and we have a new weekly winner every week doing drawings for Mostly Madness. This week, let's give it up for Caleb B. Oh. Oh. It is totally random, but we know Caleb B. Alma mater. I think I brought you his bracket. Yeah, I think you did. I mean, yeah, he was thrown into the hat. I'm going to. Give him a Shoot him a yeah, get him a picture. <laughs> Text it to him now. We'll get a little in little show. Inside. Here we go. Yeah, we'll get a little in show response from him. Always with the breaking news. Breaking news in here. <laughs> uh, and that's our weekly winner for Mostly Madness. So let's just talk about some of these matchups. Here's the brand new tournament. Definitely plug in the YouTube channel again. We have the whole bracket up right now. Let's just highlight a couple of these upsets. First of all, I say upsets. They really were comebacks. Thor Ragnarok ended up coming through and beating Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> 
I'll give it up for that because that's yeah. my pick. It's probably my, it might be my favorite movie. I've said it a lot. You keep teetering on that word favorite movie because you keep coming back to it. I keep coming back to it, and we're talking about it in two weeks, so it's. I'm, I think I'm going to find out. Um, yours, Goodfellas came back. That's right. I didn't. I didn't flood the votes either. Uh-huh. I just wanna, I just uh-huh. Yeah. We Andy was like, he said he was going to cheat. I was like, he he did. <laughs> Kevin just voted again. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Paul. Like, yeah. <laughs> the latest one. Um, no, Goodfellas came back, beat Dodgeball. Now Goodfellas is matched up against Saving Private Ryan. Two feel-good movies. I didn't even I didn't even say the other one. Thor Ragnarok is now up against Happy Gilmore, who pulled ahead against Back to the Future 2. I think we all saw uh, that coming. I mean, Happy is comedy for our generation. Like, it is. Right there. Yeah. And, and, and the nostalgia alone is going to, you know, it's kind of like Star Wars. We had yeah. a comment from Gerald and the Jock and Nerd podcast. They have a Jock and Nerd Nation group, like our Mostly Superhero Squad group. And we threw this one up there, and he said, he's like, people see that logo, and I think they just go nostalgia. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I did that. And then you probably go back and watch like a New Hope, and you're like, eh. you're like, yeah, do I like this more I than, like what was it against? A New Hope top, was. Top right. Uh, Terminator 2. Terminator 2. So that's, yeah, it's like, if you actually watch those. Terminator 2 is good. It is good. A good movie. Anthony Anthony called it. Um, we also had Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, beat out, remember, the Titans. So it's now going up against the Lion King, which beat Rocky Four. I mean, I, Lion King. But Rocky Four, what do you pick right now? Giggler. Lion King. I picked Lion King. Really? Okay. I'm surprised by that. You Because you're a sports guy, too. Yeah, but Rocky Four is not my favorite. I mean, Lion King, that's next level. It is. Um... Forrest Gump ended up beating out Super Bad Andy. That's fine. I know it was a tough one. There's a, there's so many hard ones here. I'm I'm just excited to see where we go well, from here. Well, we said Empire Empire lost though. That was the other Crazy. big comeback. Back to the Future beat it out in the end. Like on the Instagram story votes, that's definitely gonna be like probably our go to next year. It was that poll, way of polling had the most yeah. responses, and I was doing it too. I was like clicking like. It was more fun. It, it was, was like so more fun. Yeah, you had a button you could push. Yeah. It lives on our mostly superheroes Instagram highlights, like the story highlights. And it gives you a time too, like twenty four hours, right? Yeah, we so can, it's perfect. You, yes, exactly. And they live there too, so like the highlights are great because it stays yeah. the whole time. So uh-huh. get so get on there. Round two just kicked off now. You can vote on all these new matchups. There's a big one down there. Home Alone taking out Rocky. Yeah, Rocky the OG movie. Home not, Alone beat Rocky. Not a great. Uh, showing for Stallone here. And Home Alone's a Christmas movie. Like, I thought it would be gone, honestly. Again, I think, like, we're getting into that of our generation. Home Alone is the bee's knees. Tell me this. Who's going to win out of the Dark Knight versus Back to the Future? I mean, Dark Knight's my pick to win it all, so I have to go Dark Knight. I'll go Dark Knight also. Yeah, I will too. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't, never know. It's true, wow. though. If I was, but if we're playing our scenario of, like, I'm on the couch and it's Sunday, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm picking... But I think, the like, when night. I did the my own bracket, my paper copy, I think I fell into what they said. I think I saw Star Wars Empire, and I'm like, oh, well, this is one of the greatest movies of all time, and I picked it. Yeah. When in reality, I like Back to the Future more, I think. I generally right. like if it more. If you actually had to pick your favorite. <laughs> yeah. And I told Carrie this, too. I was like, that's, like, what's happened, though. Like, we are so ingrained to be like, you like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. That's the greatest movie. That's the greatest sci-fi movie of all time, Empire. Right. Like, and I picked it, I think. Hey, tell but me. I who- should have picked Back to the Future, probably. Andy, tell me who's going to win The Dark Knight Rises or Avengers Endgame? It's going to be Endgame. For me, for sure. Sounds like for you, too. Oh, yeah. And we know Mike's answer. Come on. 
uh, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think it's I a th- great movie. I don't think it's the perfect movie. I think it's really good. Yeah. I think um, it'll be close. Yeah. It'll be interesting. All right. Get out there and vote right now on the website, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash mostly madness. We're still doing weekly drawings and we're still going to give a grand prize to the bracket that gets closest at the end, which man, if you get this right, hats off to you. Cause it is like impossible to predict. Yeah. Everybody. These, a lot of these were split down the middle 50, 50, um, and yeah, go vote and go check out the Instagram. So you know how we had that vote one round one. Mm-hmm. Carrie did a whole nother thing for round two. Nice. It's gonna look sick. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Looking good. Yes. Let's give it awesome. up for her. She's yeah. She's not. She knocks it out of the park. All right. Let's get into the news. News and rumors. Fun stuff today, my friends. Let's go ahead and just kick it off with an MCU trailer that dropped. We were just talking about a minute ago. Loki, uh, it says the official trailer. Marvel was kind of putting it, but like there's been multiple trailers. I just took this as another trailer came out for Loki. And I got this image from IGN. We are on the official countdown for the show. 67 days. Uh, Let's start with UPC Mike. You watched this thing. What did you think of the trailer? Loved it. Really? Really did. Okay. I think Loki's one of those characters that stands out in the whole franchise for me. Mm -hmm. He's different. Yeah, he's not. He's doing something that hasn't really been done in this trailer. It felt more. I know we're going to talk a lot about Falcon and Winter Soldier. It felt more WandaVisiony. Like I have to figure this out, and like it's deeper, and like there's more character development than Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is seems like kind of just fight scenes and action to pull those viewers in. This really intrigued me. Um, and I mean, we talked about it. If you subscribe to Patreon, we talked about it. Owen Wilson. And yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, we did. We talked a little bit about about it, this in the pre-show, and yeah, Owen Wilson's in this, and it looked. I mean, he's like, like we were saying, he's the other half of the show. It's like these two guys doing stuff, and I love how they're talking about like we got to restore the timeline. I oh. love that. Oh man, yeah. Let's just go. I mean, I don't know if you do spoil alert for trailers, but yeah, it's like the Time Bureau Police. You know, DC has this too, but like now that we got these Time Police, and they're looking at this TV screen with the time stream in it, and it's like it's supposed to go obviously straight, and they're like you jumped the with the tesseract and now you've you've broken it but it's like did he break it because he broke off from that time stream so hard because the avengers time travel too but i think they were trying to be like discreet him disappearing was a big change and a big break off i can't wait to see where they go in it giggler how'd you feel about it yeah i'm i'm so excited like like i said earlier like this is going to be so fun to talk about because of i think it's going to be a total mind f it's yep. going to screw us like screw with our heads it's kind of like WandaVision I bet because it's gonna do so much with like time time travel I think and who freaking knows like what what we can see in this alternate reality like there's so many options like could we see any like any any Avenger that is dead now dead or alive it could be alive here well hey, a different version well let's just say it looks like he's sitting with like Black Widow there toward the end yeah, if you caught that, I did not catch that. Yeah, he's sitting with uh, one person. And it looks like if you pause it, I mean, it looks like Black Widow from the back. He's also jumping around. It looks like multiverses or Earths at least, because it looks like he lands in a New York that's just all the way destroyed. If you look back, I think Avengers Tower was like crumbling. Now we know this. We know that Marvel can tuck in any fake footage they ever want, and they've done it yeah. with us before. But I mean, you're telling me this Loki is going to be jumping around space and multiverse and going into different realities, almost like a live action version of the show. What if is kind of whatever kind of what I picture is like you might see a different totally version of an alive Tony Stark one day. Maybe not. Yeah, we're that's the 
that's the big theory coming out already but it's like you know it's not gonna hold true <laughs> Ima- yeah just imagine i mean the end game that's i shouldn't use that word with this but uh <laughs> end game could be him coming back into the universe that we know and yes that's kind of what i picture he gets more involved with he gets back involved with the ongoing stories of the yeah. mcu so 67 days yep black widow comes out july 9th yep is there gonna you think there's gonna be some tie-in like this is gonna end and then right into black widow well it's funny because they definitely has been but black but black widow's story do you mean like in terms of the stories connecting i just mean somehow like i know black widow's in there there it would be such delayed so much it is it's so delayed and i just think that that might uh be i think this is truly a swan song for uh scarlett johansson yes and bringing in florence Pugh as the new black widow i think so but I I've said it since the beginning. If you're gonna do like wormhole and reality jumps, like you can do it technically in any movie, and like you could always be left with a crazy cliffhanger, or you know the movie could end. You know what I could I could see happening, Mike, is like an end credit scene that maybe ties a multiverse component or something, but it's not gonna be part of the main story. No, I don't think. Yeah. I think that's gonna be spy world. Like you're a trickster, and then like you see like green, you're like is that Loki? <laughs> that would be cool. No, I think this is. It's like a flashback story. It's really weird with her character. Again, spoiler alert for like in game of the Infinity Saga, but the Black Widow has already died. But it is going to be the next title after Loki. We can't wait to talk about it. I mean, it's going to be our next one after the Falcon the Winter Soldier, which we're talking about today. And that'll f- probably be the movie that we all see in theaters, maybe for like the first time in a long time. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm planning on doing at I'll, least. I'm going to say it. You said it last week. You got your first uh, vaccine. I did too. I got the email and was like, hey, you're up. And I got the first first one, one to go. Can't wait. So I feel like if people are getting it now, and like, I mean, I, I just registered in Missouri. If you're curious, like, how'd you get that email? Like, I registered with all the major systems, you know, healthcare systems. I don't know how every state is, but hey, if people are getting it, man, talk about going to the movies in July. Hell yeah. Yep. I hope so. Then we go to the movies. We're like, man, can you believe how expensive those movies are with that popcorn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, I missed uh, hitting pause. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> yeah. Remember when Godzilla vs. Kong was free? Hell yeah. <laughs> Just came out for us to watch at our house. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. I think I watched like three quarters of it and pause and like watched the rest the next day. I was like, this is nice. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about it because uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, going through our news here. Let's move it along. We got the Suicide Squad trailer. We talked about this last week. Uh, we didn't get to hear PC Mike's thoughts on it, but awesome. before, you loved it. Awesome. And ha- you, had a fl- you had a blast with it. Yeah, I did. Well, guess what? From comicbook.com, coming from Cameron Bonomolo. Bono- sure. Bonomolo. That works. Uh, I tried to, I was like, I don't know how you pronounce that one. Uh, this came out just recently. James Gunn tweets, I just got word that the Suicide Squad reband trailer set a new record for most views on a red band trailer in a week. Uh, 150 million views in one week worldwide. Uh, and people just blew up about this thing. They promoted it really well. They, you know, a lot of those views, I mean, if you push out something big enough, people are going to see it. But it really was truly awesome. It was a cool trailer. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, was there anything specific? We, I wanted to hear if there was any characters you got excited about. Because they have like, I mean, there's like 15 plus characters I mean, in this I mean, thing. I mean, I know we're going to talk about it in a minute, but John Cena was awesome in it. <laughs> yes. Um, I love his line. I, I'm paraphrasing, but like, I'm going to kill so many people for like, <laughs> justice or like for yeah. moral morality or something like that doesn't work yeah crazy i think there's gonna be a whole show without that yeah. guy after this movie i think so on I, hbo idris elbow is awesome um yes 
Is that is his name King Shark? Yep, King Shark. He looks a lot better. He kind of has like a dad bod versus the last one. I kind of like his. The look. one that was in uh, uh the Flash. Yeah, and he's yeah. like reading books and stuff. I, yeah, I and he's like he good. has like the hand line. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks good. Happy to hear people are all about it, and uh, I hope it succeeds. I really do want it to do well. And talking about DC World, getting pretty excited. From Comic Book, this one comes from Kofi Outlaw. That's a cool name. And Robert Pattinson's The Batman reportedly set on DC's Earth 2. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they've talked about this before. I was just like, I'll see what I'm going to see what they say. Um, All right. So here, here's there's the exact detail. So this is the article. We knew the Batman movie starring Robert Pattinson was going to be its own standalone part of the DC films universe. But in an interview with Heat Vision, Warner Brothers, uh, what's his name? Is it Matt Reeves? Yeah, Matt Reeves. He reveals in this interview, he says, quote, except for the Batman, which is set on an alternative Earth known to geeks as Earth 2, DC is plotting its films and shows to share the same universe. So this is Warner Brothers talking. This is Matt Reeves. And he's saying to DC fans, this is Earth 2. So to me, this is... a uh, in like it can exist in the same multiverse as Batfleck, yeah, the Snyderverse. Sense. You bring back the Snyderverse, you could say like that's Earth One. Can I say something though? And they've made a decision because if Matt Reeves says Earth Two, obviously this isn't like the primary. I feel like you've already said like this is our number two Batman. Yeah, I don't. It just it's like, hey, we really don't know what we're gonna do. We're just gonna throw this guy in Earth Two. That is yes, it. Then, well, right yeah. there. That's it. Uh, yeah, I'll give it up. That's, I think that's exactly right. I think I like the Nolan movies so much because there was a there was so much realism to them. Yeah. And like now we're on Earth two. Like I, I, we're on Earth four now, and this didn't happen. And like I don't know. I'm, I think Marvel's doing the same thing with all the like jumping timelines and stuff. They're doing the same thing. It's like I don't know. Here's what I think. I I think that um, say this after the movie's made. Yeah. Like after it's done well. And then something's happened because this is what Warner Brothers always does. They're just creating like gossip and like buzz. Because that looks that looks like more like Nolan than any other Batman's looked because it's gritty. It but, looks real. And that's why I say release it after because yeah. if you watch this movie and you feel like a Nolan movie, you feel grounded. And then you go like, hey, just so you know, that's Earth Earth 2. You'd be like, well, now I've seen this guy in action. You know what? Cool. Maybe one. That means it's not going to be in this movie. It's not going to matter. No. It shouldn't. It hope shouldn't. Not. There's not going to be like bat like jumping in yeah. to the bat and I hope movie. I don't see like some lightning. I'm like, oh, is that the Flash? No, there's no way. Unless it's an end credit scene, they might do that. Yeah. But I don't know. I just felt like this was a total offshoot, and it was going to be something raw and like genuine. Here's yeah. the real thing. It's overall, R, isn't it? I think it is R. And overall, like, I want that would be great though. I mean, don't we all agree that the crossovers would be awesome? Are you saying like keep them independent? Don't cross them over. You don't need to. With how DC's track record is, I don't want to muddle this down. Yeah, you're worried. Like you can't, I don't know I, if you could do it. I think they <laughs> I think just don't know so what their plan is, and this is their contingency to have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Hey, this is on Earth 2, but Earth 1, we still got this Justice yeah. League maybe going to come back. Like, Yeah, Earth 1 might be gone in a year if Snyderverse is yeah, not restored. exactly. And this is, again, just getting ahead of yourself. Hey, let's see this movie. Yeah, Because we're excited for it. Yes, exactly right. Okay, we'll keep posted. Let us know if you're uh, in for a crossover on the DC world. Do you want to see Battinson hang out with Batfleck? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> both of you. Um, last piece of news here. This is where I'm going to let you guys take it from here. I don't know who wants to take the lead, but uh, wrestling fans, get ready. 
happy WrestleMania week. Who's going? Who's going to talk to us about WrestleMania this year? Who's most excited? Who are we going to see? What do fans, what are fans most excited for? Not it. <laughs> Not me. I don't want to talk. All right, it. here we go. All um, right, PC Mike, let, kick us off. What is happening in WrestleMania brought to you by Snickers? Snickers is a big supporter <laughs> of WWE, though. And you know it's a big pay-per-view and Snickers is involved. Um, WrestleMania 37, it is in Tampa Bay at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium. They will have 25,000 fans there. They were going from 30 to 45. They landed on 25. Um, good to see people back. Uh, it's two nights. So last year was the first time it was two nights because it was all from the uh, Performance Center in Orlando-ish. Mm -hmm. um, so yep. they broke it up into two nights. Um, and I enjoyed it because I'm a geek and I love wrestling and I was at home during the pandemic. So we Zoomed with a bunch of people and like just had a good old time watching it. Um, there's about six matches a night. Uh, the big ones, I'm not going to go through every single match, but the big ones are uh, on night one, April 10th. It's a Saturday night. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the title. Um, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. And then um, the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. And then, which I hate, mm -hmm. Bad Bunny versus The Miz. So they try to bring in these stars and stuff. And Bad Bunny's, I'm blocking Bad Bunny, but he's a rapper or something. Okay. So yes, Logan Paul is going to be appearing in some capacity. I'm he's like, 19. what are they doing? Spoiler alert for uh, The Masked Singer, if you watch that show. But I guess Logan Paul was the guy. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, geez. I'm not the Paul guy. Never seen no, him. No. I mean, I didn't. Like, Carrie goes, who's that? And I was like, he's just like internet. He's, he's like an internet fan. Yeah. A YouTuber, I guess. Uh, yeah. And then night two. Yeah. Wait, YouTuber's lame. <laughs> <laughs> Night, does that <laughs> night two we have some big ones um the fiend versus randy orton Ooh, i bet you're you're excited for that yeah i think randy orton's gonna go down as maybe the greatest superstar in wwe history um is this the first one back in person is this the first yeah. like really and it and it's gonna be on uh peacock peacock and then the big match of the whole night is roman reigns versus edge versus daniel bryan a triple threat match for the wwe championship universal championship wow so sounds pretty awesome how are, how are you guys feeling about how are you excited i'm a little bit i'm not huge after looking at i haven't really like andy um i know the car but i really wasn't invested but you watch i watch i don't watch as much as i used to but i watch fast lane and i'll watch this but it's just hard with no people there wrestling it's really hurt like yeah. to watch with right. no people there yeah i haven't watched in months i don't know why i just been so busy that like even taking the time to like fast forward through an episode to catch the the recaps and stuff I haven't done, but I'm I'm seeing this photo like this is a really cool poster. Yeah, if you just look at what's going on, on right? Yeah, I agree. There's no no reason for that. I mean, Sasha Banks and Bianca Blair will have a great match. I enjoy the crossovers into like entertainment industry. Like they bring like Gronk was it at WrestleMania probably last year. Oh I really? Think. Like and did, then, did he like dress? 30, yeah, or was he? He was at 33. Yeah, wow. yeah. I think he it, wrestled. Well, there's like John Cena. Does John Cena come back too. still? Does John he... Cena, um, his last match might have been the one WrestleMania that I went to, 34. Okay. All yeah, right. it's been a while since for him. He but... wrestled the Undertaker. And you'll be watching too, Giggler. I'll be watching for sure. And hopefully this gets me back into it because right. I love to, now that I'm not as busy with life and stuff, I'm ready to, to jump back into Monday, Friday, po sometimes Sunday uh, cycle of 
of watching some wrestling. And I assume that when WrestleMania ends, it pretty it like sets the stage for a lot of the content to come. It's basically so think of it like that's the season finale. Right. That's how that's how Vince McMahon used to think of WrestleMania. I build, build, build WrestleMania. This is my payoff. This is my season finale. And I'm going from there. But it's now okay. on Peacock. So they used to have the network. They merged with Peacock. They made a billion dollars. So you got to get Peacock to watch it. And that's that's where it mm-hmm. is now. Yep. Just in time for WrestleMania, of course. They they're no dummies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I already I have one prediction. Okay. Go ahead. This stadium, I've been there, and they have a giant um, pirate ship. Uh-huh. Like that's in the, one of the end zones. Hundred percent, someone's jumping off that oh, onto someone. Really, Probably Shane McMahon. Well, you know, somehow. if your predictions yeah. are anything like your predictions for the Falcon Winter Soldier, then it's <laughs> going to be a hundred percent right because you nailed so much stuff this week. Can't wait to get there. But all right, WrestleMania is coming. Uh, let's hear those dates one more time. When's this happening? Uh, Saturday and Sunday. This is coming. Tenth, this tenth and eleventh. This, yeah. this is the week. Yep. All right, fans, get ready. Let us know if you'll be watching. Uh, get in the squad, mostly superhero squad on Facebook. Great place to drop your photos. If you're watching, you know that PC Mike and the Giggler will be. Can't promise I will be, but these two will be. And uh, we'll uh, you know keep an eye on the on the Facebook group. Maybe while you're watching, if in between sessions or whatnot, maybe we can get a little comment posting going on in there. All right, that's news and rumors. Uh, big thanks to Comic Book and Bleacher Report for the images and articles featured today. Couldn't feature that section without you guys, so appreciate it. Let's get into what we're watching. What you watching? PC Mike, uh, you are back, and I missed you, so I'm going to let you go first. I've seen this show. I loved it. I rated it. I talked about it like when we were doing mon- Monday episodes. Tell us what you think about Apple TV Plus series starring Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso. I'm going to give it up because I've already seen yeah, it. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I love it. But tell us about your thoughts. If you like feel-good comedies, just to have on and just after you watch, you laugh, you feel better about your life. It gives you from some perspective and it's just an escape. Watch Ted Lasso. It is awesome. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did, yep. but I absolutely loved it. Some really good lessons in there. Yeah, some great lessons. Um, he's always positive. He does the right thing. Even though his life doesn't always work out the way he thinks it's going to, he still does the right thing. Um, but hilarious. Jason Sudeikis is awesome in it. The supporting cast is great. Um, basically, he's a football coach um, in Wichita State University. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, I don't know what happens with his football career. I don't even know what they say in the show. But he gets a job over in England uh, coaching one of the big soccer teams over there. Because the owner, basically, basically it's the plot of Major League soccer version because she wants to run the team into the ground because of her ex-husband yes but then they start you know yada 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 stuff happens and um it's a feel-good story um but it's awesome I yeah loved it. i i loved it too jeremy correy one of uh logan's heroes he's been on the show before he uh shared about ted lasso on linkedin and he had wrote you know he works at cool fire studios works with a bunch of people and he said that this movie is so great about just how to really nurture relationships and how to get things done with the little things approach yeah with like how little things over a long time with like real intention that are really simple in the moment if you do it in like perpetuity you'll see the benefits and people realize that and he i mean the old saying is and i I don't get the saying but you attract more flies with sugar than you do vinegar yeah for one i don't know why you'd want flies but the (laughs) adage is if you're nicer to people than sour to people they're going to respond to you a little bit better um 
but it was really cool. And also the cool thing about this is, I mean, Jason Sudeikis is from right outside of Kansas City in Overland Park. He had so much Kansas City stuff that I caught throughout this. Like Arthur, really? Arthur Bryant's barbecue is the biggest, one of the biggest barbecue places in Kansas City. That's his background. Um, he had a Kansas City shirt on. He had all this little stuff that was really. cool. He talked about barbecue. Yeah, he talked about. <laughs> he's like, barbecue. he's like, he's like, best barbecue I've had, KC, and that yeah. saying that's the best. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. He's from. He's a big Royals and Chiefs fan. So. Um, he shot out Missouri a little bit. Too, well, so nice cool. review. I mean, if you're not going to be watching this show after that little rant, I don't know what you're thinking. You get over and check out Ted Lasso. Giggler, has this made it onto your screen yet? It's on my list. Can you guys give me a little breakdown of like how many episodes and how long Easy they are? Easy watch. 30-minute episodes, 10 episodes. Oh, I need that. I think we're going to have to get a rating from you. I mean, I in my day, in my personal life, I go a 10-point scale because I'm used to grade scales. But I'll I'll convert it. For the podcast you co-host, yeah, you better. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I was, I was a nine. Yeah, point. just convert. You just got to do the divide by two point five. That's hilarious. You can give your ten. If, go ahead. What was it? It was nine point four. So what would oh, that be? Oh wow. What would that be? Like a three point eight. It's gonna be high. Like a three point seven five. Nine point. I'll still give it up because yeah. that's a hell of a rating. Andy's doing the three point seven six. Three point seven six. Okay, I do like doing the like having the extra decimal yeah. in there. It feels pretty good. Yeah. Uh, high rating. High rating. And you want season two? Oh, crave it. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I felt when it ended. I said, I hope this uh, keeps going. I was mad because I thought it was two seasons. Because I guess I saw the news like it's gonna get renewed. It's gonna get renewed. But I was like, oh, it's just one. All right, Giggler, you go see it. Come back and uh, hey, I'll, by then all three of us will talk about it on the show. But yes. listener, go check it out. If you watch this, let us know. Speaking of Giggler, I'm going to give you a little warm-up here. Um, we're going to talk about Invincible, the Amazon original. we got this image from Deadline. Uh, I've brought this book up before. Our boy Scott lended me this no graphic novel, which I believe the show is based upon. So if you look at YouTube, you look here. And uh, I have not read this yet. I have not seen the show. And I believe there's like three episodes out. Scott, I'll try to get to this. I promise. It's one of those. I mean, you see the show. There's so much happening. But I know that it's inspired by this thing. I mean, there's the... There he is. Yes. There you go, like, back and forth. Giggler, tell us what you thought of the first, what, three episodes. Yeah, so I've watched three. There's four out total, and there's going to be eight total for the season. Um, I would definitely recommend anyone starting out. I'm going to keep it very uh, limited for, for what I talk about. Cause well, you're halfway through. I can't it's really not, say. You don't know yet. I can't really say much because the first episode is just, like, wild. Because it's setting up everything. It's, yeah. You okay. will get to the end of it and just, you'll be blown away. I um, guess, well, here's the, it says, Mark, let's see if this is the same. Tell me if it's the same. Matt Grayson is just like most everyone else his age. He's a senior at a normal American high school. He has a cr crappy part-time job after his school and on weekends. So far, so yep, good. Yep. He likes girls quite a bit, but quite doesn't understand them. He enjoys hanging out with his friends and sleeping late on Saturdays, at least until the good cartoons come on. The only difference between Mark and everyone else, his age, oh, everyone else's age, <laughs> is that his father is the most powerful superhero on the planet. And as of late, he seems to be inheriting his father's powers. And then it says, but that's the only beginning of Mark's problems. Yep. Yeah. So Mark is. That, is, that, is so is that the same, I guess? Yeah. The differences there. More or less. They didn't really say. That's the most spoiler-free breakdown you could probably give. Cool. cool. Um, <laughs> that was kind of my intention. Yes. I was like, okay. So basically, I'll, I'll just say everything I can without spoiling anything. But yeah, Mark Grayson, played by, um, voiced by The Walking Dead, uh, Glenn. 
Oh wow! Okay, yeah. So yeah, that's that. I, that's a cool uh, He's connection. He's some stuff lately. He was yeah. in a movie. Yes, and uh, it's on Apple TV. Yeah, it is. Is that sort of an M or something? Yeah. And what's his name? Tim. <laughs> that's Mark. That's Mark Grayson. Okay. In the show, and then his dad is played by J.K. Simmons. Oh, he kind of nice. looks like J.K. Simmons. It's, on it the is. Thing. It's crazy. I think he's like perfect. Perfect. Oh yeah, he looks like yeah J.K. Um, Simmons. He looks just like uh, uh, Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man's boss, or yeah, uh, Jonah Papers. Jo- Jonah Jameson. Yeah. yeah so basically, Spider Man. His dad's Omni Man, and that's that's what his superhero name is. And it kind of starts with he's he doesn't he starts with without having powers, and it's kind of a s- story of how Mark gets gets his powers and yeah. then kind of adjusts. He's basically still in high school, and who else we have in here? There's some oh, other good like Batman thing. Yeah, it, it's this is like a, a, almost like a parody of superhero things, but also it's still really cool because okay. it's. I mean, it's entertaining. I like. There's a lot of good action scenes. Um, I mean, it's created by the, uh, Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead. So okay, all right. Um, that's a good a good start at least. Well, we know that it's a good start. Yeah, exactly. I didn't say good finish, but. Um, <laughs> We don't know yet. It's, yeah. in, it's it's coming to an end. We might have to yeah. check it out. And then anyway. some other notable people that just I like that are in it is uh, Jason Manzukis, cousin Ralphie from uh, the League. Great, he's I love hilarious. him. He's one of my favorite. One of the best. He's on How did this get made? The podcast. I always talk about yes. that one. He's hilarious. One on of that. the people like when you hear his voice, you're just like okay. Like and he's me. been in like Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's been in the good he, yeah. the yeah. good place. He's been in. A, he's like. Uh, he was like in an article recently for like. He's in so many things as always. Like this side character. Yeah, he's in Big Mouth. I think too. He is. Yes. You just like you hear his voice. Me and Mikey looked at each other and we're just like, yes, this is gonna be great. Yep. Because be he just plays like a uh, like cocky. Like, I did superhero. not know he was in this. Yeah. There's there's some some pretty big, big names. names when you look okay. at look at the like IMDb. Like Seth Rogen's in it. Oh, cool. I I thought he I mean I don't know I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, yeah, keep just, it out. Just, you're doing you're doing great. the whole this time I was just like I can't up. wait to hear Seth Rogen's voice. What is he gonna be? Who's well, he, he sounds be? like a Pumba. That's that's <laughs> correct because he played Pumba. And then uh, Zazie only, only Zazie Beats is in it too. From uh, <laughs> who is she, Zazie Beats? She was Domino in Deadpool. Yeah, too. she's great. So. I just watched Deadpool two the other day. Yeah. Great film. It was on FX. Did you have a great time? Loved it. Yeah, of course. Loved it again. All right, that's, that's all I got for Invincible. But well, I, so I'd far, recommend to you're watch keep, for anybody. You're going to keep watching. Oh yeah, everyone should watch it. All right, shoot, just something different than normal. Like it, like I said, it's like kind of like a parody, but it's still entertaining, and I mean, it's pretty funny. Well, we're going to have to hear from our uh, our boy Scott. He's I, he's like the expert. Give us your thoughts, Scott. Let us know what we have to look forward to. No spoilers because you're the you probably know everything. Andy's checking it out. Uh, it's on my list. That's for sure. Will you check this out, PC Mike? For sure. Okay. For sure. It looks. I need something like this. Yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Because I'm going to be honest again. This is me opening up my heart. Wow, yeah, you're being honest today. I like it. I'm. It's really hard for me to get into... Um, crap, what? I can't even think of the Cartoons? No, not cartoons. What are the, what's the show on HBO that we were watching? Titans? Titans. It's hard for me to yeah, get into the, Titans. Yeah, Titans. Like, I'm, like, I'm watching, I'm like, man, I don't know if I love this. I know, and you almost feel like there's something just not quite... There. I know. I know exactly. And I'm like, I'm struggling like it, to get through it. I like, feel like it gets better, though. I feel like the later seasons. Yeah. I'm on season two, like episode five or there's six. There's three. There are three, right? I think there's just two. Okay. I think, yeah, I think two is right. I mean, it's okay. It was cool. Right. It was cool. I, it's just hard, but I want something like this, maybe. All right. Well, we'll keep talking about it. Thanks to Deadline for the uh, uh, help with the image here. Andy, we'll keep it going. Cool. All right. Let's talk about this one. We all talked. We all watched it. 
big premiere last week, HBO Max. We just said it. It came to our couches. We're so happy about it. And uh, yeah, it's Godzilla vs. Kong. We did a little bit of setup to, to this, not a ton. You know, we brought it up during the news and rumors. Uh, I did end up going back and watching Kong before I watched. Just, I watched the last Godzilla movie just to like kind of see the last two, and they did a great job bringing it all together. I thought, um, and I had a really good time. But I'm excited to hear just what you guys thought. Just come some gut checks, and uh, I did get a rating ready for this one. So. I have one too. If you really cared about this, you would have watched all 36 Godzilla. Is there thirty? There I are thirty six. I saw something crazy like that. You know, who you got to listen to who like the guys that really know a lot about this stuff are the jock and nerd guys. Are they? Yeah, like Rugboy and all of them know like so much to where Rugboy got me like pumped up about it again because he's like, you know, this is the movie that they're like Warner Brothers is trying to do exactly what they just did with Snyderverse. They're like, this could like jump start MonsterVerse again. Again, they've been trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. Yeah. Is that like with the mummy and stuff? Like they're gonna try to do that? Well, I don't know. I picture no. It's more like Pacific Rim, I think. But there is a monster verse they try with like Tom Cruise and the Mummy. That one. Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna work. Okay, because those those were not good. I yeah, think. I think it's more so like the monsters that we saw in this movie. Like I think wasn't there? Yes, like more giant monsters, and there's like the skull creatures. Um, yeah. let's just go around the table. Uh, Giggler, what'd you think of this movie? I've never seen. I've I've seen one Kong movie. I think Skull Island. Didn't really remember much about it. And I've Brie never Larson, seen Tom Hiddleston. Any, I've never seen any Godzilla movies, so I didn't know a lot about it. The first ten minutes, I was extremely confused. Oh, I bet. But like, <laughs> they did a good job after that of yes. kind of explaining what was happening and why. So that's that that's positive for like the non big big people that are into this, like like myself. Um, but I was strapped in, ready for the ride, just ready to be entertained, and it did not disappoint. Yeah, like you watched the whole time. And yeah. you you were like this is this is doing all right. Were there other times you got lost? I feel like I'm speaking for myself now. There were a couple times mm-hmm. where I got like a little lost, but then they they did they bring it full circle, and I was like, okay. Spoiler alert for the film, of course. I mean, I was like, okay, I got it. Like they got to get Kong to this Middle Earth place to get the only thing that can kill Godzilla, because Godzilla has turned on humanity. For like apparently no reason, but turns out to be because of Mecha Godzilla. Oh my god! He's not going anywhere. He's just—he's an animal. He doesn't have anywhere to go. He just—this is random. <laughs> this is random. We gotta—we gotta take him down. Just full-on bad guy too in the film. He was bad. But that thing, that Mecha Godzilla, how cool! Yeah, that was very wild. cool. How good did it look? I thought. I thought it was. I, I thought was... the action and the graphics and like. CGI. I'm assuming they use CGI for this. No, the, no, it, got, it was a real Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, no one. Uh, they just used, was, yeah, a small monkey, big lizard. Aesthetically, <laughs> aesthetically, it was awesome looking. Yeah, and I I went into this thinking, okay, well, you better show me a lot of monsters because that's always the problem. Is there's yeah. like a well, lot, I mean, or, or the dialogue with the people was bad. This movie, I felt like upped the bar on both. There were more like monsters. The first hour and a half godzilla was in it like twice and yeah. then he just kind of disappeared and then oh there he is he's it was back. he's coming back across the ocean yeah um but the fight scenes look pretty good fight scenes look good i liked how they um layered the story for like they really had to have there was some good context for like why they hated each other they just were like they're both alphas yeah i like that part i liked it too i did not like how like millie bobby brown's character just ended up there yeah and that and, was like she and found that, the and, podcast guy and she's from the Godzilla movies. Yeah. And but her it, dad was a leader in one of the things. And they're just like there. And you get the kid from Deadpool too. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was funny. I was like, where do I know him from? That voice Deadpool sounds too. so familiar. He's like, he's great. He was he, yeah, he was and, funny. And because of him, all of those scenes ended up being like pretty fun yeah. and better. Yeah. The fighting looked good. I mean, Kong. Kong going into that like temple in Middle Earth. How cool was Middle Earth? It was really cool. And it actually made me feel bad for Kong when he's like laying on the ship, like strapped in and like basically feeding him to Godzilla in the beginning. Like you felt for Kong. Yeah, she's like, you got to let him loose just to defend himself. And she goes, and to defend us. Yeah. And I was then, like, let that guy up. And then him going down there, and he's like really cold. And I was like, this is kind of sad. He's shivering. He's like, yeah. never seen snow before. Yeah. And yeah. then, I mean, got, Kong can talk now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just flat out like, doing words. He's doing sign language. They can just talk to him now. Yeah, that was wild. I didn't see that coming. And uh, let's just get the big uh, cat out of the bag here. I mean, you got to ask who wins in a versus movie. I'm going to just go ahead and say Godzilla won. What do you guys think? I mean, for me, the moment he got Kong down on the ground. He could have won. Yeah. I mean, he put his foot down on him, and he said, it's over. Yeah. But Kong's like, well, it's not over. We're both alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then but then they were friends. They were friends. Same. Remember in high school when we were getting jacked up for like Freddy versus Jason? Yeah. It's that same vibe. And like yes. Alien versus Predator. Jason cuts off his head, but then Freddy winks at the camera at the very end. Like it was kind of like this vibe. Like no one really won. And even in the movie, they said at one point, like, oh, I guess round two goes to Kong. Yes. And it's like they're, <laughs> really? ke- and it's like they're keeping track. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? I thought it was lame that Mecha Godzilla was taken down by a spilled coffee. <laughs> oh man isn't that like that's, that's literally what, what happened right it spilled the coffee spilled it goes in the computer and then it like has it's yeah. like it causes a a glitch that's, and that was dumb because you had already established that like this thing was like independent yeah and mecca like it, nothing can bring this thing down. it can do it all yeah if they could have got that thing working right they didn't really need they wouldn't have needed either monster if they no. could have got it to work yeah and like if if Godzilla is powerful enough to straight up use his beam thing to like go through the middle of the earth, <laughs> like I don't think he, anyone's gonna. That were, that was beat a him up. that was I think there there are people saying there are big plot holes in the movie. I think that's probably like one of them that people are arguing. Like you blasted through like half the earth to get to that place, like and. That's all it took to get. Yeah, that. they had to take a. The other people have to take like a ship and like suck through a time yeah. hole. Yeah, yeah. And think about it. They had the Mecha Godzilla, so just point his head down. He could have got there. But in fairness, like people that are like looking at script <laughs> details for Godzilla vs <laughs> Kong, like come on. I had fun. I'd watch it. Like I'd watch more if like Monster. I'd watch another a version of like yeah. i'd watch the sequel i don't know if i'd watch this again. I, I can't like like the biggest thing that i like got excited about was seeing again that middle earth that yeah. like at the end i mean just jumping right to the end though so kong ends up living there yeah and he's so he looks like small in this giant place i'm like yeah show me more monsters okay but i i'm not losing my mind about it um let's get some ratings on the table kick it off i had a good time it was fun i think i Definitely, like, looked up, end up looking, looking at my phone sometimes. Yeah. Like, they lost me a couple times. Um, but overall, I really had a good time. I I could see myself watching this again. If it's on. I don't know if I'm yeah. going to click on HBO Max and be like, hey, guess what? We're watching this again. But it was, I mean, it was <laughs> fun. But, yeah, that's that's where I'm hovering around the score, and I think I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, I had it written down. I've, I've 
actually knocked it down just a little bit. I'm going to put it at a 2.9. So I think they did a really good job, but I'm with you. That last comment is so true. It's like, I don't know if I'm seeking this thing out to watch it. Uh, Giggler, how about you? Where, where'd this sit with you? 2.8. I'm in the exact same boat. Like, I, I wouldn't watch this again. But I was extremely entertained, and that's all I wanted out of it because I don't know anything about this universe. But I'm intrigued now to where I would... I would give another one a shot if it was like Godzilla vs. Kong round two or Godzilla vs. Kong versus Mothra. Or yeah, whatever those other things are. Would we have seen this in theaters? No, no, definitely. I don't not. think I, I don't know. If, I don't think I would have. It was like it was on, so it was perfect for a Friday night. Yeah, but that might be good for people to get into this yes. if they're needing people to kind of. Get hungry for the monster verse. And now that I've seen it and I'm talking about it that way, you're telling me it's in theaters again. I probably would go see it. I think it, it yeah. made fifty million dollars this past weekend. I yeah, I didn't even pull up any stats on it. I but yeah. I, I I that's a good a good question. I gotta start doing that more on the news and rumors. I uh, this is well, this is what you're watching, yeah, actually, to be fair. True, true, true. Otherwise um, I would have more statistics. Fan, let us know. Yeah, send us in mouth. <laughs> let us know how Godzilla vs. Kong does. I don't feel like I don't put the fans to work enough. True. Um like I'm a little lower than you guys, though. I'm at like a two point five. Two point five. It was entertaining the fight scenes, but like the dialogue wasn't great. Okay, we'll we'll see just if there's like any uh, stupid coincidences that just happened. We'll see if there's any like uproar from fans about this. If like it takes off and they do a monster verse, who knows? I think it did its job. Though. I think it did. I think it did too. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, the rest of the episode MCU again for the meat. Going to serve up two for you. We got uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we're going to warm you up with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Stick around. We'll be right back. The meat. Welcome back from the break. Logan here, mostly superheroes, PC Mike, and the Giggler. Here with the meat, our last half of the episode is all about the MCU. We've got like five titles left. Do you guys know, realize this? That are coming out this year from the MCU. Crazy. It's insane. Um, and because of that, we're doing this really fun thing. Hashtag MCU rewatch. We've got a whole library of all of our breakdowns of all the MCU titles we do. And you can find it at mostly superheroes.com forward slash MCU. We're putting in these movies we're doing. We're also putting in the individual recaps of WandaVision and the Falcon, and the winter soldier, which we'll be talking about right after this. And as I was just telling Mike, I'm pretty excited to do today's movie. Next up in our MCU rewatch, coming off Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America Civil War, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, and taking place just before Spider-Man and Thor Ragnarok. Can't wait for that. It's the 15th MCU title. It came out on Cinco de Mayo in 2017, coming up on its four-year anniversary. It's the action-packed sequel. Let's give it up for Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. This movie had a budget of $200 million, and it made $772.8 million at the box office. It did just fine. Just another Marvel hit for you. Can't wait to break this open. Just told PC Mike, these are getting quicker and quicker. We're going to do a really, really fun thing today for the recap. Before we do it, let's do a gut check. Let's start with you, PC Mike. I feel like I've been starting with the giggler all day. When's the last time you saw this movie? How does it sit with you? I think around when it came out. Um, but with that being said, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Again, oh, yeah. It's not, I don't know. I guess I'm big into now, like, it's not the same thing over and over, and this is just totally different. You know? 
that's out there. So yeah, um, great characters again. Batista, Drax, he's hilarious. Oh, so funny. <laughs> uh, Groot, baby Groot in this, and then does he go to does he go to teenage Groot in this or no? Uh, technically yes. Spoiler alert for the movie. You do get him in the like one of the end credit scenes, but yeah. not in the movie itself. I did see like a TikTok or something that was like one of the Groots, baby Groot or Groot. They actually have lines, but he says I am Groot, but he yes. actually has lines. Oh I yeah, I love that. I've told you guys this is yeah. so Vin Diesel. He does that. Yeah, and there's like footage of him y- yelling into the mic the yeah. line. They're like, okay, now you're saying like we got to get out of here. Yeah. But like that one line, <laughs> he's when like, I am Groot. When it's like, <laughs> when it's like teenage Groot or something. He's like, he's like. Screw off or like shut the hell up and like everyone's like whoa like what language but like his actual line was like something bad and everybody and everybody can speak it by the end yeah um giggler how about you when's the last time you saw this thing I know you did your rewatch earlier this year and uh, how's this one sit with you yeah just a few months ago I think I watched this I was on TV there's always (laughs) like what are they on when you're saying TV like TBS yeah like I'll just be sitting there if there's nothing else on it's like guys grocery games or throw on whatever mcu movie that's on oh my that's gosh. the constant if we're not watching a new show which we haven't done a lot of that lately yeah like my binge game has been just there's just not a lot to 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 watch now sure like, yeah you're just letting the tv do its thing yeah yeah so um but i yeah I, I, exactly i love this movie soundtrack i love this cast like they could make 20 Garden, guardians of the galaxy movies and i'd be down for every single one yeah and, Maybe they will. And maybe they will. Uh, well, it sounds like with the plan, they're going to at least make a few more. We're going to talk about all that, the phase four connections, and we're going to do a fun thing today. These are getting quicker and quicker, so quick. I want the listener to have the same experience as we are right now. Really breeze through this and give you what matters most. Does someone have a timer ready? I told you guys at the break. I do. We're going to try to do this in three minutes, just the the beginning to end, what happened, who's in it, and then we'll- The meat of the meat. The meat of the meat. But then we're going to obviously expand yep. on, like, Phase 4 Connections. We'll let you guys rate it, too. Giggle, are you ready? Are you ready is a question. Three, two, one, go. Go. Little help from Wikipedia, guys. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, produced by Marvel Studios. Of course, distributed by Walt Disney Motion Pictures. Written and directed by James Gunn, our Suicide Squad guy. The film stars an ensemble cast bringing back Chris Pratt, reprising his role as Missouri boy turned space captain, Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord. Zoe Saldana coming back as adopted daughter of Thanos and all-around badass warrior Gamora, or as they say in the Silver Surfer cartoon, Gamora. Just going to sneak in plugs for that show as much as I can. <laughs> Dave Bautista brings back big laughs and the best one-liners as Drax the Destroyer. Vin Diesel returns in this one, now playing the adorable Baby Groot, the son of the now-deceased... OG Groot, also voiced by Vin Diesel in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Bradley Cooper coming back as Rocket Raccoon, who learns in this movie to love himself and be a better friend because he's kind of an asshole in the beginning. Michael Rooker's in this one. We're going to talk about Walking Dead All-Stars. Coming back as Kidnapper turned Great Daddy and Mary Poppins lookalike Yondu. Karen Gillan reprises her role as the, another adop- the other adopted daughter of Thanos, a bad guy turned good guy by the end of the film we've already given our spoiler alert for the movie palm clementif introduces mantis the very powerful empath who shows that she can make the mightiest of bad guys go to sleep as long as she's within reach we also have sean gunn yes that's james brother he's reprising his role of craglin ob fonteri 
He's the number two to Yondu. And at the end of this movie, he actually, spoiler alert, you know, we've already said it, in credit scene, he ends up with Yondu's Finn, setting up maybe something for the future movies. You also have Chris Sullivan playing Taserface in the movie. <laughs> he creates the mutiny against Yondu. You also have Sylvester Stallone introduces Stakar Ogard and all of the Revenger world. We'll talk about that later. And then, of course, Kurt Russell comes in, introduces Ego, father to Peter, a celestial being, essentially a god, who says he wants to kill everybody, basically, in the universe, take over, and use Peter as a battery. In the end, the Guardians do defeat Ego when Peter learns he doesn't need to be a god to be cool, and sometimes your dad is the guy that kidnapped you when you were a kid. That's <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> How long? Do you have any guesses? Uh, 2.30. 2.31. That's a pretty good guess. Wow. <laughs> I, usually, I have a good, pretty good internal clap. You, you counted as you Claps for you, sir. That was impressive. Thank you. That was pretty quick. And I, I mean, tight, right? Who's in it? What'd they do? Where'd they land? My top five moments. Want to hear from you guys. And we're definitely going to do some ratings. Phase four connections. Groot getting stuff for Yondu and Rocket when they're locked in the, in the cell. And he's like, hey, you got to go get this fin for me. And he comes back, and he just brings like a plethora an eye. of uh, a thumb. Like, what if I'm like, like an a eye? thumb? He, at one point, he's literally just dragging a giant desk. <laughs> <laughs> um, the opening sequence might be the best. Like, it's just amazing. Mr. Blue Sky's playing. Mm -hmm. They're fighting that giant monster. Uh, the music's really great. Tyler Bates scored the film. We did do a music show episode for these, of course. They have an amazing soundtrack, but like the score itself is so original, so exciting. And uh, Drax just calling Mantis ugly the entire movie. <laughs> so by far, those are my top four favorite parts. Giggler, how about you? Any other top moments you're you're picking up on from oh, seeing yeah. this epic poster? By the way, from Den of Geek, they they helped us out with this. Everything with Baby Groot, just the cutest thing in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Like, just look at the shirt I have on with Baby Yoda. Naps and, and snacks, baby. Baby Groot is. Ten times cuter than Baby Yoda. It was so oh, sad. Oh, ten? Ten times? In my eyes. I'll, I'm going to help. Uh, this is for your opinion. I don't know if I... Oof. It's okay. Everyone can differ. What if you could see him hang out? That'd be really cute. That would be... We could have a whole episode about that. <laughs> we would. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be a lot different than our other episodes, but... That's right. Um, I, yeah, I, I some top moments. Um, Just like the advancement of like the Gamora Nebula storyline. I feel yep. like this kind of dives into that a lot. They're sister fight basically um and then what else we got yandu um, yandu's yeah, glow up yandu's glow up and i, I guess yeah yeah he's got spoiler like a, alert he, but no he, no we've we've said it he's got a big arc in this too and uh he you know had a tricky pass with like moving kids and then comes around all of his ravager friends show up but he does he dies in this movie yeah and his funeral was that, that was a pretty cool cool moment yes um I mean, this soundtrack, like you said, everything with Drax, just you get to see, uh, let's see, wasn't this uh, credits, credit scene was when they teased uh, Adam Warlock, the the gold guy? Yeah, let's go ahead and just talk about these things because there are four in credit scenes in this movie. There's four? There are four. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, and let's go through them because there, there are a lot. Uh, so, yeah, you have first up. Adam Warlock. Let's talk about that one, Andy. Why not? Let's, uh, so we meet the Sovereign in this movie. I don't know if I said her name, but she is. Uh, I thought I had her in here, but hey, I don't know who plays. She's great. She plays the golden uh, Aisha. 
Elizabeth Debicki is she plays Aisha. We meet the Sovereign in this movie. And at the end credit scene, she's mad because the Guardians have beat her like twofold in this movie. And she says, I have something working. And it's a machine of sorts that almost looks like an outer space version of like the Captain America making machine. And she's like, just wait. And she teases, like you said, Adam Warlock. Which I don't know much about other than that he his character is like extremely important in comic lore. But I haven't. I kind of purposely have not wanted to look into it. Uh, the spoilers. Because, yeah, exactly. I just, just, when it comes, it'll come. Like, yeah. And I'll remember it that that was teased in a credit scene as a connection, but I, yeah, I don't really want to spoil too much on that. that no, side. I can tell you that I had some theories about maybe where we'd see him. Um, you know, we're going to. I s- mean, feel free to say it. I'm not going to. I will. I don't think some of this isn't even spoiler. What I'm going to do here in a second is just tell you which like titles connect. And I have some theories about like where Adam Warlock could come back because. I, I don't think this is going to be an Easter egg or an in credit scene that was like, like they're going to, there's going to be a payoff here. So mm-hmm. um, obviously we're going to have Thor love and thunder that's coming out in 2022 and it has the guardians of the galaxy in it. So that's basically like guardians of the galaxy 2.5. And then you have guardians three undetermined date for 2022. I would assume that, that that is where it picks up. But I mean, if Adam Warlock is as powerful as people have said, there might be like some kind of tie-in or end credit scene with a movie like I think like The Eternals could be a movie that you see like something sure. tie-in because those are like the powerful of the powerful. And this movie, you do even get like in the Stanley cameo in this movie, he's talking to the Watchers, which are like the people that oversee everything in the MCU. Not to say that like that particular thing would come up, but this movie is playing on those levels of things, like the bad guy that where. Galactus could be teased or something. It would happen in a movie like this, not in obviously you know a, a Falcon movie. Yeah. Okay. For uh, sure. And the, I mean, no, go on in the credit scene. Yeah, sure. I, we got some more. I, I kind of uh, want to talk about the uh, Stan Lee one. We already talked. We already talked about Kraglin. Uh, he's got the fin at the end after Yondu's dead, so they're teasing that out. We also get Sylvester Stallone and his character I with all, all the Ravengers at the end, like they're uh, they're all going to be a team or something. I did do some reading had some help from Entertainment Weekly. Um, they said that these characters that they were showing, each one of them had been a guardian of the galaxy at some point in the comics. So the, yep. there was like some OG team members there. And then one of the voices of like the robot in there was actually Miley Cyrus. That is cool. I remember that. And there are talks of like maybe her being somehow involved. She with was like the robot, a robot or yeah, something like that? Robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounded just like her though. Sounded okay. just like Miley. Bring it on. And uh, Teen Groot, Mike, like you were asking. We do get Teen Groot yeah, at the end, and that. Chris Pratt's like yelling at him being a teenager. He's grown up. Time has passed. Pretty good. All right, I do have some Phase 4 connections to move us into the Falcon Winter Soldier. Let's do some ratings. Mike, any thoughts on this movie you wanted to give? I mean, you guys hit it all. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I can't pick out specific things. But, again, I love Drax, Rocket. I mean, I love the characters. I feel like this is one of the movies, though, you attach to the characters more than the others. Yeah. For some reason. For some reason, I just feel more attached to them. I don't know, maybe if it's the Star-Lord Missouri thing, but I don't know. I just feel like I care about more about these characters than I do Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that's what these movies do. They introduced, like, again, these D-list like Marvel characters and made you care about them. Yeah. Like, all of them. And they, I feel like the writing is just there. Like, the story, the backstory is there, the context. This is why I hope James Gunn blows it out of the water on Suicide Squad. Uh, did you want to rate it? Yeah, I'll, have, I'll, no, I'll go. I mean, I like the Guardians movies. I'll go like a three, three. Wow, yeah, that's pretty good. How about you, Giggler? Got to think. Give me, give me five seconds. Five, four, three, two, uh, three point 
two. All right, these are adding up so far for me. Um, okay, so I think it's a movie it's hard to hate. It's one of those. But I also think that it, it does, like, drag a little bit at parts. Like, you can feel a couple parts, like, when they're on ego. But also, yeah. I'll say that, but right whenever you feel that moment, the next thing you see is, like, Nebula flying into ego and then Gamora holding a giant spaceship on her shoulder, like a gun shooting. So, like, that's the moment to where, like, that's the next thing you see. So I feel like they pick it right back up um, and do just fine. Um, I watch this one all the time. It just makes me like it's a feel-good movie. Um, I do think you could maybe go without it and seeing certain Marvel films. We'll talk about those connections in a minute, but my rating is a 3.4. So, a little higher than you. Yeah. A little bit you got higher. It. You yeah. got it. Pretty good. Pretty good. And, uh, yeah, let's talk about those Phase 4 connections. So we, we said this. Uh, first of all, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Love it, but there's so much happening this year. I haven't pulled the schedule up in a while. I know. Schedule freaks me out. I know. It's crazy. And this is just 2021. This comes at us from Murphy's Multiverse. Thanks for putting this together. I know it's like a lot of work to time all this, and the dates are always changing. So appreciate you guys doing that. Some stuff that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 could connect to. So we already talked about Thor Love and Thunder, February 11th, 2022. Again, this is like Guardians 2.5. You absolutely want to see this before that. The Eternals, I, there's no guarantee at all that there'd be a connection, but if there was a, a, a title this year, there's two on here that could possibly bring it in, just because they're space movies and they're about big, powerful beings. You got Miss Marvel being September, September to October. Actually, I think I had an actual date for that. September oh, 2021. Yeah, that's a show. So that, that That's a show. Be... And there's definitely no guarantee or anything, but if, if there was a show where it could happen, and then, of yep. course, The Eternals. You know, I think Loki. And Loki, I threw on the list as a possibility only because it is space multiverse jumping around. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, Infinity War and Endgame, uh, they're not phase four, phase three. Uh, must watch, I would say, because the Guardians are in both of those films and they play major roles. This is going to help you ground yourself with these characters. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, definitely a must watch before the Infinity movies. All right, next up in the hashtag MCU rewatch, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Mike, have you seen this? I believe so. Okay, I mean, I'll watch it this week though. It's a good one. It's a, I mean, it's a good. It's like I mean, a. I got my Batman in there, so. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> you got your Batman in where? Homecoming, right there. Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, your Batman. I see. <laughs> yeah, Keaton's back. Oh yeah. I want to see that crossover too? We got Thor Ragnarok coming up, and then Black Quit Panther. Talking about Thor Ragnarok. It's dude. It's how am I gonna look stop at that poster? It? it is a cool poster. Cool music. Cool everything. And then Black Panther, uh, which has a spoiler alert for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but there's something that matters in Black Panther that matters in this week's episode. That's a pretty good high level. That is. Hey, yo. It's like, that, that could be anything. Something in one of these movies matters right now in this TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening to uh, us talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Again, all this is going to be at our website, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. Next up. We are now in phase four, the 25th title of the MCU, and we're talking about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode three of six. I'm going to go ahead and give it up. I had, I had a lot of fun again. <laughs> Want to hear your guys' initial thoughts, initial gut reactions before we do that, just very quickly. What happened last week on episode two? All right, so the new Captain America is mostly okay, but maybe a bit unhinged. Maybe has a little bit of a temper, but mostly okay. So far, 
The Flag Smashers are super soldier freedom fighters who are mad at the government because people are back and alive. And they're like trying to steal medicine and help the people that were, have been here the whole time. And uh, they're freedom fighters. They're, they're, they're trying to help people. And they're working with someone called the Power Broker. And this is the person that is somehow created, somehow, and distributing Super Soldier Serum, which up until this point, us as MCU fans know Super Soldier Serum to just not exist. Ever since Captain America, he was the only one. Okay, well, here we are almost 100 years later, and people have figured it out. And we also met Isaiah Bradley, the black Captain America that no one knew about and apparently went to jail for 30 years for wearing the Captain America suit in the 50s. So much to be unpacked there. And guard, and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier do go to visit Zemo, the bad guy from Captain America Civil War, right where we left him in a cell. That's where this movie's going to pick up. In episode four, PC Mike, let's start with you. Episode three, The Power Broker, coming in at 54 minutes, just for uh, description's sake. I have it here on the screen. Sam and Bucky go to a criminal safe haven to find information about the super soldier serum. PC Mike, what'd you think of this week's episode? I mean, I think it falls kind of right in line with everything that we've seen so far. A lot of action, a lot of great looking fight scenes. Um, story is very one way. Um, kind of see where it's going. Uh, we added a new character. I couldn't get not get over the accent. What is his name in this? Baron Zemo. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's played by uh, our guy Quinn. Right? Daniel Brühl. That wasn't what's his face from. Uh, I thought it was from the boys. The guy that looked, he looks like from the boys. Oh my Quaid. god, Quaid. Who was uh, Dennis Quaid's oh, son? No, that's not Jack him. Quaid. Jack, Jack Quaid. Quaid. He looks exactly like him. Oh, I thought uh, it was him the whole time. Like Huey from the boys. Yeah. No, I thought it was him the whole <laughs> no. time. I was like, Man, this guy looks exactly like that. I was like, no. he's really going different. Crossing over. No wonder you thought the accent was so yeah, weird. That's why I thought it. I thought it was no, cool. this Jack is, uh, Quaid the whole time. This is Daniel Brule coming back as Baron Zemo. Do you see it though? I see it a little bit, but like I have I'm such a diehard MCU that like I was excited to see what will Baron Zemo be like now. I'm looking through okay. the lens of like a uh, die yeah. I yeah. saw it. Um totally changed my accent comment because I was like, Jack Quaid's doing this crap. <laughs> if you thought <laughs> it, like, it I guarantee if you thought it, someone else did. Um but no, it was fine. I mean, I said Again, Patreon. If you're on Patreon, um, it just it's not doing it for me like Wandavision did. Yeah, so you're you're definitely still with Wandavision above this, and yeah. you had said this too that Loki that trailer you got immediately like yeah, more excited. Loki for that. a little. This is just action. This is have, just pumping I've, action. I'm with you. I've said this before that like the Winter Soldier movies. I know like how good they are, but like if you're asking me my preference of types of story, I love the magical multiverse. Yeah. Like what could happen? Anybody can come to life. This is espionage action mm -hmm. they are cutting through dialogue like nothing mm -hmm. it's like yeah okay now they're moving on to this bad guy they gotta go find yeah now we're in a different country now we're in germany now we're here now, now we're here we're on the plane yeah uh giggler how did you feel about this week i loved it just on par with the rest yes and now that we're finally getting to see where things are going and where they maybe are headed i mean I, there's still so many like you said i got a bunch of theories right and Dude, stuff yeah like i'm gonna that, give up for you <laughs> there were like four times when I was, I mean, I was watching the carry. I go, God damn, he called that too. <laughs> he called, I was like, this guy, he called like, you called some like really specific stuff. I'm ready. I can't wait to bring up. Okay. And, Cause like, here's what's exciting. It's not that you just, you called some things. It's cause a lot some of the stuff you called, you could have guessed what happened in the show. It was that at the end of episode two, you said, I think these things will happen next. And they did. <laughs> I right, go through them. Okay. So, uh, 
let's just cover real quick what happens in this one. Just like kind of some top level stuff. One, we meet the global repatriation council at the very beginning. That was like the public service announcement. This is the GRC. They're the people, I guess, that are uh, bringing people back into the world. They're like, we're here to help you find your way to help you get back to normal, to reset, restore, and rebuild. And like, all I was thinking was, this is super timely. It yeah. felt like it was a video like that could have been on the news. Oh god! Like right now, yeah. I didn't even think of that. You're right. We were like, I was, Carrie looked at me. She's like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Yeah, that's I love too how, close to home." <laughs> I love how these shows though have like been including the snap of how yes. it affected different people. I that do is too. Cool. It's that's a cool, cool component of the story because half of the multiverse, you know, um, new Captain America and Battlestar. We get them at the beginning. They're hitting dead ends, and he's getting frustrated. He basically, that guy spits in his face. He's not having it. Pushes him yep. against the wall, and he's like, do you know who I am? You can see his dark side. Well, guess what? Growing. Picture if Steve Rogers was in that situation. What would he have done? Like, he would just would have literally been like, listen, we're going to figure this out. <laughs> you know, he's just Steve Rogers. This guy blew a gasket immediately. Well, he's got a lot of pressure on him, and people aren't giving him the benefit of the doubt. Steve that Rogers didn't even... have a lot of pressure on him? I mean, yes, he did, but this guy's following in his footsteps. Yeah, and he's like a young generation, too. He's like, yeah, even that he's a guy, millennial. Even that guy said... Like, he's like, do you know who I am? He's like, I don't care. I don't care at all. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that piss you off, though? Yeah. If you're Captain America and that guy just said that? Like, yeah, you're right. I'd probably and, crack his neck. And, like, who are you? Like, why would I know who you are? Yeah. You're, you're the main character of Up. But Yeah. <laughs> what you called? A comicbook.com. You're talking about stuff you called. Like, that was spot on. They put out a whole meme about it. <laughs> Literally, the Up guy it looks exactly in the outfit. Like it was so great. It was bad. All right. This is something you specifically called. I mean, I think we all knew this, but Bucky and Sam did immediately break out Baron Zemo like yes. immediately like he's talking to him and then he's there I loved how they did that scene too I did where too they, they just kind of talked you through it as it happened yeah and, and then he disappears which is insane that he literally just like that's the guy that framed him framed Bucky for killing team uh, King T'Chaka in Captain America Civil War like he killed Black Panther's dad and Bucky's just like, all right. Sam's like, what are we doing here? But they get over it pretty quickly because they need him very quickly to find out more about Hydra and find the person that's making the super soldier serum. So Daniel Brühl, I love Daniel Brühl in this. I just wanted to give it up for him. He was so I, good. So I, you, <laughs> I thought he, he was so good. I thought it was somebody else. Here, here's what I loved about it. This was me watching through the lens of an MCU diehard fan. I remember the character from Civil War. He ends in a really dark place trying to kill himself and is saved and like put in prison. And now it's been so long since Civil War. I mean, it's been like seven years. Yeah. And like two years and then the blip. Yep. Doesn't look like he was blipped. He's here and he's like sour. He's just like whatever at this point. Mm -hmm. I've been in prison. He's having fun. He's kind of like this part where he's dancing in the club. His cars are so. Oh, awesome. yes. He's a great. <laughs> just, I mean, he's getting like the Loki treatment. Like you. He's a bad guy Redemption. that you now want to like, but I I think this is pretty temporary. He's not gonna. I know, and he's, he's gonna, not gonna be like an Avenger going forward. He's gonna do something to screw this all up. Yes, but right now he's playing the part, and apparently he's mega rich, has vast resources, and he's like, "Hey, get on my plane. I'm taking us to Madripoor." All right, Madripoor, guys. This is a fictional island in Southeast Asia, mostly associate associated to X-Men stories in the comics. This is from a fandom. Appreciate the assist there. We doing this? 
Again. Well, and, and here's here's some back, <laughs> again. Here's some here's some backstory on Madripoor. He says uh, they're saying they have a really old history, and they do their they have their own way of doing things, and it's like this futuristic, almost like crime city. And I've seen so many fun things of like, do you think we'll get mutants on Madripoor? Do you think we'll get this on Madripoor? From what I can tell, Madripoor is like this blank slate to where they can do anything they want. What's going to happen is like two years down the road, we're going to see a movie and be like, you see in that background of Falcon and Winter Soldier, there was a mutant right there. That's the mutant. I, Andy <laughs> Andy did a good job keeping me in check last week with theories. <laughs> now I'm like terrified to make any. Now I'm going to just start well, making them left and right. That's why well, it's two years. With Madripoor. Yeah, that's true. Two pa- years. You can't you check me in two years. Uh, it might be a slow game with this mutants thing. You guys might be onto something here. Okay, so he's he's got them on this plane. They're flying to Madripoor. Pause here in a minute because we got the whole thing in Madripoor. But this is where you called another really specific thing. <laughs> you said the book that Bucky was carrying reminded you of, of oh, yeah. Steve's list from Captain America, The Winter Soldier. It's literally the bookmark in his book. And it opens it up and he goes, there's Steve's list. You're too deep. How did you? <laughs> I was like, how did he call? I was like, I, I also got that. Were you mad that he called it and you didn't? No, I thought I also understood it's, that feeling. But I was like, I think it's just meant to be like similar. But like, it's legit in the book. It's callbacks in fan service. Like, that's what they want to do with these small yes. shows that are like. Like drilling down to just like a couple characters. And how that paper survives so long. <laughs> well, this is his new list. This is whenever he comes back out of the ice. He's writing down things okay. that people are telling him to try. Well, Bucky's list is like Hydra people that he's not taken out, but he's like trying to make all of his, of his wrongdoings right again. Yeah. Um, well, just uh, now that we're just like stroking me and patting me on the back, I'm just going <laughs> to point out one other thing that I said weeks ago <laughs> when the trailer for this show came out that uh, one of the locations was a X Men heavy. Place. Yes, yes, you did. You did. That was because that Don't was that was that several one. episodes. It's funny that I'm I'm trying to pump you up, but I forgot stuff. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'll, no, I'm here to remind you at you, all times. You called that too. When I feel I'm, like I feel like this type of movie, like you're like, you're like locked in. You're dialed into this. Is you? This is your lane. Now I'm not scared. Remember last week when I was scared to make predictions? You um, were, but that was only because you had seen WandaVision first. Yeah. But think about if you would have seen Falcon and Winter Soldier first, how cocky you would have been during WandaVision, <laughs> and you would have got so many wrong. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Okay, so more on Madripoor. This is a country where literally anything can happen. Uh, they adhere to their own rules, and so in this place, Heck these yeah, Madripoor. These three yeah. go undercover, all right? Sam goes undercover. He's like, he's like, why do I look like a pimp? <laughs> and he's wearing those heels. He can't he run in those heels. Uh, Bucky is playing the Winter Soldier, working for Zemo, who's now back. And he's, uh, they're here to find uh, Selby. This is this short-haired woman who ends up getting killed pretty much immediately, but does lead them to find Dr. Wilfred Nagel. And this is the guy making the super soldier serum. Okay, but not before she showed up right away, right on cue. Sharon Carter, played by Emily Van Camp, is in this episode finally. So she's part of the story. She's in Madripoor. She's been in hiding since Civil War. I love her too. Again, this is a person that's it's been it's been seven years. She's scorned. She's bitter. She's bitter. She's making fun of Bucky. She's like, you were all buddy buddy would before you were the like, assassin and he's like oh she's terrible now i was like i think she's awesome yeah i think she's good i'd be mad too she's different she's been yeah she could never go back home ever 
And Sam's like, hey, I had to go on the run, too. She's like, big difference For two years. between was and is. Yeah. Yeah. And then even at the end. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, that's fine. We're talking she's about like, We said spoiler alert. Like, you, you want to come back with us, basically? And she's like, yeah, I can't. Well, she Thanks. says, she says, let me know when <laughs> yeah. that pardon comes through. Yeah, she's trying to get that pardon. She's dealing art, like real expensive art. That's how she's doing it. And I'm just gonna say this: she is like John Wick level badass. She, she took is. she took at least 15 bounty hunters with hand combat, yeah, hand to hand awesome. combat. So she's obviously, I think she's been doing some training. I think she's the bright spot of this episode. I think they're setting her up to be something, something yeah. like the new. I mean, I don't. I mean, make her the new Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, throw in another TV show. Maybe it'll be just somebody even cooler though, because I think we're we're still getting that Black Widow. Okay, so uh, we beat we meet Doctor Nagel. This ends up being a scientist that is brought on by the Power Broker. We don't know who the Power Broker is at the end of this. I have no freaking clue. Still, we still don't know. You right? don't even have a clue. How you do you don't, think I would? You really have don't have a like an idea. I I just have a a wild theory now after watching this episode that this it's going to be someone that we don't know. Mm-hmm. But this person is going to directly connect to X Men down the road, or not? Maybe now, or maybe now. Just please be right. All right. If not, I mean, they did whatever. say like there's three. I mean, we'll make connections all day, but there's like three huge connections the show makes. Oh yeah, you said connections to other yeah properties so. to other properties. Yes, yeah. I I don't know. That's just my guess. I I have no clue who it could be. All right, that's fine. Well, we don't know who it is, uh, but we know that this doctor ended up making 20 of these vials. He was the one that texted the Flag Smasher chick. Remember, he brought that text where he's like, you took something that was mine in episode two. Mm -hmm. This was that guy. He's Dr. Nagel. She said, Carly. Carly's this main redheaded chick who's like, they are focusing on in the Flag Smasher group. And the scientist, Dr. Nagel, he gives some information over to the guys, ends up getting killed. And... We learn more about this Carly chick. She's taking care of some sick lady. And then she's like, I want to be a teacher maybe after this. I don't know if you caught that teacher. (laughs) But she's she's like, I want to be a teacher. And you think like, oh, these guys are just, you know, they're okay. They're just trying to get to this life they can have until the end of the show. She literally blows up a building with a bunch of people in it. Not going to look good on the resi. She's like, you know, this is the only (laughs) language these people speak. So like, I'm like, okay, you think they're okay. The, one, the guy's, like, surprised. He's like, what are we doing? And she's like, that's what we got to do. So she's a killer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she sucks. All right, so they're going to go find this Carly chick. That's where they're going next because they've talked to this person. They know who to find. The question is, who's going to end up with these serum doses? There are 20. That means there's 12 more. There's probably, like, 12 or so, right? Because we know that there are at least 8 mm-hmm. to 10 people. I think one of them, I'm, we've talked about this theory. I feel like it is going to end up in the uh, the new Captain new America. Captain. Yeah. yeah. And think about this. So that's that was made with Isaiah's blood when he was captured in jail. That was a big piece of his, how he made it. There was one person he could test. Yeah. And he's still alive. So gonna is, is somebody going to go after him? Yeah. If, he, like, if they find out how they made yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Could be, that could definitely our happen. New Captain America gets a little desperate. That's what that's what big were, villain turn. Yeah, like he's like he can't he's hitting dead end, dead end. And then just an update on him in this episode, he tells Battle Battlestar, we're going off on our own now. Like he's like, We're not following the government rules anymore. So he's already doing some desperate moves. Um, the guys all the team gets blown up by a lo- rocket launcher in the end. That was pretty awesome. Shoot a rocket launcher right in the building. Zemo kills that scientist. And then it looks like he ran away. 
But then he pulls up in a convertible and he's like, get in. <laughs> Do more lot. impersonations. There's been a lot of I don't want I don't want to piss off Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, now that's a different guy. I love it. I did think like he had some like warts or something on his face. I'm like, man, they did good prosthetics on old you. <laughs> oh, he looks totally different. I don't think he looks that different from that picture. I, I think he looks, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I can't, it's hard for me because I already know what I see. Do you see it? A little bit now. Thank you. Okay. I, but like, yeah, I just knew I, don't that. I, knew I that, watched it today and I was just like, I knew the actor's this. name yeah. from, from Civil War and everything. So I liked when Sam had to take that shot that was made from a, a cut up snake. Favorite part of my whole, of the whole episode. <laughs> he just took it too. He just like, hmm. I he's, thought I thought when the bartender was like gonna move away, he's gonna like puke or do something, but no. He yeah, he's like, mm, I love this. <laughs> that was my favorite quote of the whole movie. You could just tell how how much he hated to say that, but that that was a great scene overall. I was like, also, um, let's see, let's just if anyone has a bachelor party coming up, let's go to Madripoor. Madripoor looks like I was gonna, I was gonna say if you're if you're wondering how I feel about Madripoor, I'm all about it. Like yeah. the, the vibe was cool. I like oh. the organized crime aspect. I li- <laughs> I like that we just don't know what any like it's just a foreign place and like anything in Asia is just cool, you know, just in movies typically just looks awesome. All right, episode three. I mean, geez, uh, three down, three to go. This is going quick. I do like these long episodes. I mean, it was at 54 minutes, so it does end like at 42 or so, but it it feels like a it good was, watch. Yeah. I think you watch this all together, it'd be like the best action movie, I'm sure, again. Like it's oh yeah. You know, it'd be great. I think at least. I don't know. There's not, like there's no way to know it because there's no way that I'm gonna wait six weeks to watch all these at once to like test it out. Mm-hmm. It's it's impossible. But I mean that the ending though. Um, I was gonna say, uh, we did learn about the super soldier serum that it doesn't change you. Like that was the guy's big sell. He's like, No more big muscly arms or anything. Yeah. He goes, So you can take this thing, you look the same. So I felt like that was big. It could be anybody. but And then you were saying the ending. So then the ending ends with, so we get the Flag Smashers doing their thing, comes back around to Falcon and Bucky, talking about the shield. Is this what you're talking about? Or are we talking about something else? Yeah. Because we got to talk about this too. Bucky, uh, Falcon saying, Sam saying, I made a mistake. I, and Sam, Bucky's like, yeah, you did. You should have taken that shield. And he's like, no, it needs to be destroyed. People are killing themselves over this. And Bucky says, before you steal it, I'll take it. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I wonder why. You said last week, you're like, what if Bucky ends up with the shield? And I'm like, Bucky just said he's going to take this thing. Do it. Someone needs to. I don't think it needs to be destroyed. There's no way. I saw some pretty cool fan art, like some mock-ups of him wearing the shield and having that red, white, and blue like outfit. It looked yeah. pretty cool. Sam's being a baby, in my opinion. Just Well, I think he's like... He's just like regrets it all now. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I bet he wishes he just had that thing. Yeah, exactly. But all right. What in part are you talking about? Just the uh, was the Wakanda, Wakanda. Oh affairs. yeah, of course. The biggest connection. The so, uh, go a- ahead. Ao was her name. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I had to look it up. I did not remember. I don't remember the specific Wakandans' names that are not Black Panther or Shiri at this point. So no, it's Ao. And I actually, I'm. That's you see me frantically looking through my notes over here. I'm like, I wrote this down. I'm just. Uh, I'm missing one of them, I think. But it's uh here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Well we gotta get a side by side for Gilbert Brule and uh what's what's his name again? Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. Just like we did for Mark Sanchez. Okay, and so yeah, so we Mark have Jack Sanchez Quaid and Superman and, and, and Daniel Brule side by side right now. Uh what do you guys think? Do these guys look the same? PC Mike is really pushing that these two look a lot alike. When you're doing the back and forth, 
and you found the perfect photos, which I'll use these. I mean, it's his Wikipedia photo, one of them, and well, it's the first picture of Jack Quaid. Sorry. All right. Sorry for Google. Well, send them to me, and I'll put them in the slides. Listener, let's know what you think. Now we got to pull this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we it is. No, it's like mostly we'll just do a, We'll just do like a little poll on. <laughs> we did it. We did I'm it just for make, Mark Sanchez. I'm going to make and burner accounts. We did. What's Superman and Lois's name? The, Tyler Hoechlin. Ho- 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 Oakland. Yeah. Oakland, yeah, yeah. 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 I started that, by the way. I was all on that one. I agree. That's that's one hundred percent. started it. Likely, I did. Yeah, Superman. We'll we'll talk about it at the end. We'll do it during coming up. We'll wrap this up. Episode three, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Next week, episode four. Yes, uh, Florence Kasumba returns to the MB- MCU as Io. So, if you don't remember from Black Panther, Io is a member of the Dora Milaje. That's like the group that guards the tribe. Uh, she protected T'Challa throughout his rule. Although she was briefly forced to follow Killmonger when he had defeated T'Challa in the ritual combat. Um, and this all happens in Black Panther, which we're watching in like two or three weeks. So we'll actually, you know, highlight her character again. She shows up at the end and says, I'm here for Zemo because of everything we said. We think, you know, he killed T'Chaka, which led to really all the events following then on out. You know, the Civil War, everybody's splitting up. And now. T'Challa, I mean, uh, we know that uh, the late and great Chadwick Boseman has passed, R.I.P., and we just don't know what's going to happen with this character. The Black Panther world, Wakanda world, is in. Mike, there's one of your crossover titles right there. Yeah, for sure. For sure, sure. Uh, yeah. So more to come. Uh, any final thoughts from you guys on this week's episode? I think we did, did a good job wrapping it up. Anything that you want to say, Giggler, for next week? I mean, you're on a roll. <laughs> um, Let's see if my predictions can be um, AO's going to be pissed that – Zemo killed T'Chaka, um, but she's probably not going to get her revenge in this next episode. No, um, no, 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 no. Zemo's going to escape somehow. There's going to be disagreement because I bet Bucky and Cap are going to disagree about what they should do with Zemo. Or sorry, Bucky and uh, okay. Sam yeah. are going to disagree what to do with Zemo given this new person is interjecting into this kind of feud. So... From there, um, it's gonna have to be like know. a part ways situation. Otherwise, yeah, she's not gonna kill him. Yeah, I mean, like, what? I, I don't know what they need. What do, do they need Zemo still right now at this point? Well, he's making it to where they do. I mean, he killed that scientist, and they're just like, yeah, we'll still roll with you. <laughs> yeah, they're just like at this point rolling with a bad guy. It's weird, but it is weird. They're gonna cut ties eventually. Is he gonna? He's he's not gonna die. I, I doubt it. They're, this is this this could be a show that has a second season. Yeah, that's my thing because one hundred percent, this could go on or be later down the road. There's a lull in yeah. Avengers overall activity, and maybe yep. they have another adventure that we get to see. I'm down for it. I mean, maybe she ends up, uh, maybe she does end up getting him, and he ends up doing like time in Wakanda. That'd be fine. It's like, hey, you got to face justice for what you did, finally. Oh. But he, I mean, he's been in prison for seven years. But is that enough for killing a, a king? Probably not. Probably not. I and don't want to bring it up, but we're halfway done with this series i know it's crazy it's crazy it With is wandavision being nine and this only being six it's and, like and four is this week so we're already i mean i feel like there, i feel like there's already only two left we're, we're done there, are, there done. are three left three left <laughs> listener let us know what you think are you enjoying the show we'll get you featured during fan mail or during our deep dive of these we'll talk about episode four next week all the way through to episode six all right let's talk about what's coming up Yeah, pretty cool. I I didn't I didn't say it. I I'm having a lot of fun with it. I am enjoying it. Um, but I I, I know exactly what you're saying. It definitely does have, like it's just, it's an action movie. It's 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 like it's a movie spread out over six parts. 
and it's they're not messing around. It's like you're gonna see some cool stuff. There's espionage, and they're here's a real big thing. They're keeping us guessing on the story, yeah. so it's not so predictable to where all of us know exactly what's gonna happen. Except besides Andy, Andy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's just I feel like he's got the eye for it. I feel like you have that Winter Soldier, like that movie eye, like to where it's different than like WandaVision stuff that's just like so wild. So yeah. I didn't really say that. I am enjoying it though. Like, I, I'm every single it episode it's ended and I've thought that was fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's and I don't, watch. and I don't want it to end. I'm always like, I don't want this to end. Yeah. I want the winter soldier arm, not the winter soldier. eye. there you go. That's yes. The winter soldier got, got that power. eye. I don't <laughs> like, like that. Cy- get like cyborg in here. Yeah. All right. Coming up on the show this week on the music show, talking all about MCU. I did the WandaVision theme songs. So there are seven main theme songs from the show. We did the nice. top six, the ones that like actually had words and were fun and gave some backstory on the creators of it. Touch a little bit about the series. Um, if you're an MCU fan, you got to check it out. Search WandaVision theme songs on Spotify or search the music show. I already talked about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode four next week, along with everything else coming out from the MCU this year. Again, five titles still to come this year. That's just this year. And guys, it's April, and I said we'd do the Jurassic Park watch party, so probably toward the end of the end of the month for sure. The question is, do we do like a special episode that's like live, or do we like do something different where it's like a different format? We'll talk about it. It's coming up. Watch our social media. Watch our website, and we'll absolutely be talking about it in episode. Now, are you gonna watch the VHS that's over there? Are we gonna watch? Well, we can't watch the, We can't watch the VHS. Well, two reasons: that VCR eats tapes, and guess what tape it ate. Oh no! Look, Jurassic Park. Pull it out. Go ahead, Andy. Pull it out of there. Yeah, the tape is coming out of it. It was the one tape that was in there. So here's the thing, though. Jurassic Park is everywhere. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. So we'll find it. Uh, You'd have to watch on your own at home anyway. The idea is we're gonna do like a three, two, one start. It'll be us three sitting like right here. Probably the lights a little lower. I don't know how eating popcorn and mics work, but we'll try to figure something out. And uh, it'll be fun. We'll at least watch the first hour. Invite our winner from that VHS contest that we did last year in 2020. Uh, but keep an eye out for more on that. Wow. An adventure 65 million years in the making. That's and like, the, that's the is that how long ago that VHSs were a thing? Because, damn. <laughs> like, could you imagine giving this to, like, a 10-year-old right now? They'd be like, what's all this ribbon yeah, in what? here? Oh, you had to rewind it? What? Yeah, like they would, yeah, like they would know rewind. I was going to say. Yeah. Um, check out the schedule. Uh, still all happening at OSuperheroes.com. The website's been getting major updates lately. We got some featured clips on the front page. That MCU library is looking great. Um, we also updated our press page. We've had some more features lately. Sharing the good word. Get over to MostlySuperheroes.com. It's all happening. And we appreciate you guys listen, listening, watching, and subscribing so much. You guys have been great. Um, having a lot of fun. Same. What do you guys think? I think that was a pretty fun one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. There's just so much going on. Never gets old. Yeah. It's like it's just filling. It just fills itself up like so quickly. And there's so much happening in movie world, content world. And now you're entering like the theaters reopening world again. We had a lull. And now it's like full bore. You yeah. take that lull time off to like not be ready. But now it's like you better be. Locked in and loaded and ready to go. Yeah, if you're here to watch something news coming out almost every week. I know. Well, it, it is. It's it's overwhelming. And, it's and, like a, it's a lot. And if you're trying to watch The Wire season four, how's whew, how's it going? Not great. <laughs> oh no! I got Zilla Kong coming out. I got Ted Lasso. I had to watch. Yep. Falcon yep. Winter Soldier today. I watched. Like, 
too much stuff. I know, I know, and like that's that's like exactly what I was talking about with Invincible. It's like I really, I'm, I can't wait to watch it. I know I'll like it. There's just so much on right now. Yeah, and you watched is. the new Superman, Lois Clark. I, Lois, yes, like I said, I, I talk about it a little bit. I I didn't finish the episode. It was a late night watch. I started like dozing off. But I'll be honest, I I was uh. I was entertained and I was intrigued by the direction they went because yes. it is a totally different Superman. You haven't seen the Superman. It's it's kind of like not too it's not 30 years past. It's like 10 years into being Superman and he's got like teenage kids. And we yeah, like we've talked about this on the show and uh Lois Lane, she, I forget the actress's name, but she's great. She was in Grimm and she's played Lois Lane and all the crossover stuff with the CW. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give a spoiler alert for the episode, the pilot, because there's more than one episode right now. So just for the pilot, a spoiler alert. Like Martha Kent dies. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. So like that's where you're. They're kind of like setting you up as like this guy that's trying to be a good dad. Here's another big spoiler, if you guys want it. I mean, we're are you, here. Are you gonna watch it or do you? Yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm gonna, right, I'm gonna watch it, but I. I, mean, I won't say anymore. I thought you had already seen it, and I. No, I figured I, you might not care, but I'm not. <laughs> Did I mean I will I will say it then. Okay. It's 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 they're going through like some life stuff and he's having to ask himself like am I going to be Clark Kent or am I going to be Superman? That's kind of the whole thing. That's kind of yeah. cool. I like different. that. It is different. And that's why it's got my attention and he he looks great. I think it has pretty good visuals. Yeah. And Mike, what did you I just need to hear your thoughts about our DC action plan that we discussed last week. Refresh me. Oh uh, yeah, so the yeah, Andy was saying that we need to uh do the same thing basically for the MCU. Oh, go do ahead. do it for DC. DC rewatch. Yes. Just so like start. How, how are we doing that? Like Superman seventy six or Batman sixty six? That's then... what I'm saying. But I mean, I think you could do like uh like trilogies or series, um, and just like working our way. So, yeah, cr- timeline like chronologically, and start with. Well, I can maybe start at Batman eighty nine. I don't know. Or well, like the Superman well, we movies, Bat- we did Batman eighty nine. Well, yeah, I yeah, I know. We just fill in the blanks, like, and we did Batman Returns. Um, yeah, we did Batman Returns. I'm I'm down though, know. and I'd like to have. Here's the big dream for the website. It'll happen. We're gonna start having like watch, and then like <sighs> DC MCU. You know, yeah. Start going by franchise, but we need to start building out that library. So I mean, I say we start back where it all started. Batman like 1966. I think they had a feature film. I think that was the first one. Oh and yeah, we, was it a with Adam West, West? But it was a movie about the show, basically something like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember watching that. And then I I'd think, be down. And I, I would... think we go Superman's with Christopher Reeves. I'm in. Let's start writing down the list. And I'm I want to do the same thing. I like it's been cool, like just watching stuff in tandem. And I feel like especially the way we're doing our quicker recaps. And I'd love to let you guys like take some and be like, all right, you know this Batman movie better than I do. Yeah, give you guys some homework. We get to do Batman and Robin. <laughs> Some of these are going to be really nips. fun to talk about because I, they're just so out there. It was fun to talk about Batman Returns, Batman, and like even the one we talked about, like Mister Freeze, just here and there. Um, I'm excited to to get through that. I've always been curious about that Nicholas Cage Batman too. What happened? With, or Superman? That was Superman. That was oh, Superman. Long, but yeah. DC long hair. Yeah, Tim Burton. Was it Tim Burton? I or? Think so. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what happened to that. Is there a cut out there? Show me the Cage cut. I just think there's. <laughs> I just think there's that picture that lives in infamy. Yeah, <laughs> it looks amazing. I want it so. Uh, my answer is 100 percent yes. Yeah. Especially the way things are going with this. Snyderverse I mean, and, and what's happening with James Gunn. With Earth 2 and 3 and 4. <laughs> I mean, the Batman. I mean, yeah. You're getting me excited. That kind of stuff is like, okay, do it. But, like, just, we'll see. 
my hopes are higher than after Snyder cut. I say it, I've said it three weeks yep. in a row. Yeah, but it's like still. Here's the thing: I saw Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> I still haven't seen it because they took it off HBO Max before I watched it. It's not even on there anymore. I don't think it is. So it was. Oh, a, yeah. I it think was... HBO's doing like three weeks, and then if you don't watch it in three weeks, they take it off. All right. Um, well, until next week, uh, Diego, any final words for the squad? We love you. That's so true. That was really nice. <laughs> Hard to top that PC, Mike, but uh, what do you got? Vote or die. <laughs> that was an old slogan back when like, P. Diddy used to wear those yeah. shirts for like MTV voting. I remember. Hashtag mostly madness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, go vote. vote. Go vote. Go vote. Round two is here. We're in the Sweet 16. Uh, we'll at least do one week of voting. We'll keep an eye on the, the entries. But like we said, we're kind of doing this by our own schedule and we're happy with the pacing that's going. And all it means for you if we do more weeks is more weekly winners. Yeah, for sure. Congratulations to Caleb B. Did he respond? He did. He's excited. He's like, what do I get? And I said, I'll let you know. Just don't. don't <laughs> yeah. Don't ruin this. I'll email him. I got his email. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hit that subscribe button. It is the means the world to us. We're a small independent podcast and uh, we work hard for you. So we appreciate folks that helped us with our images today and all of our publications that helped us with the news and rumors. We'll talk to you next week on mostly superheroes. You guys take it easy.